This is KC Sports Network, proudly presented by M-Prize Bank. Welcome back, everyone, to the Border War Podcast here on the Kansas City Sports Network. We are presented, as always, by M-Prize Bank. My name is Jared Sutton. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Jeff Hawkins. Jeff, what's going on, man? Going good, man. Going good. You know, another another week down, one more week closer to uh, March Madness and conference tournaments and, uh, you know. Always love talking this this basketball around this time. That's right. It's even though you know Mizzou hasn't won a game yet in SEC play. Um, yeah. Some things, some things to talk about. Um, I think fans probably want to hear some level of positivity uh, in in some games that Mizzou's been in. They've been competitive, uh, but just haven't been able to get over the hump. And Owen um, six now, I believe it's in in league play. Uh, sorry, Owen five in league play after their or no Owen six after their loss to AN and their Owen five after Florida. Um, but I, I think we'll dive right in, just kind of get the overall, uh, impression of just this team and where it's going. And a lot of fans have, have asked the question, you know, if you're not winning games, you know, what's, what's the, the goal and the outcome that you're looking for game to game? Um, when, you know, and I, you know, we've talked about this before you and I've never been in these type of situations, you know, so it's, it's tough. Um, you never want to be in these situations, um, but I, I think the the thing that I, I still come back to that I've said before is this team continues to fight. You know, it, it, they still continue to play hard. Like they they don't look disinterested in each other. They look like they're still connected. Um, and I, I give them credit for that. That here we are, you know, into January, and um, the SEC has been a tough road for them. Um, but you look at how they played against Florida, Texas A and M, even the Alabama game. They were in the game at Alabama. It did get out of hand that final four to five minute period, but they were in the game on the road. Um, and then they were also in the game against Florida uh, at home and had a chance to win that game and, and ultimately lost it. But Tamar Bates has been special. Uh, that's a that's a big highlight. Um, the freshmen are, are are starting to see a little bit more time. Um, that's something that's been talked about a lot. Is is can are the freshmen going to see more minutes, get more experience out of this season? Uh, and what the, that looks like, and then ultimately, you know, what what's the uh, what's the overall takeaways as we continue to go down this road? So let's start with some more baits. Um, the thirty six point output against Florida, he was excellent. Uh, it's the best I've seen him play in college. Uh, his confidence level is through the roof right now. Um, mm-hmm. It's really fun when you see a player. I know you've seen players like this that you kind of always look at them and you think, man, they got so much potential and. Look at their athleticism and their size, and and you see it maybe in practice or you saw it in high school, and then when it all kind of comes together, and you can see they really believe in themselves now, like they they see it like you see it. Yeah. Um, he's he's starting to take off. He's shooting the ball well. He's getting to the free throw line. He's attacking downhill. Um, he's always been a great defender. Um, I I think there's more to come too from Tamar Bates too. I still think there's more he can do in terms of defensive rebounding and, and, you know, being a little bit more of an impact defensively, uh, but offensively he's really carried Mizzou so far. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, looking, you know, when, where Tamar Bay started, you know, when he got there to where he's now, where he is now, I think it all streamed, you know, from confidence and him having that confidence uh, that he put in his back pocket that he can always pull out on good times, bad times, you know, him having that confidence is definitely, shown over this last course of, you know, four or five games uh, with this production on the offensive end. And, you know, this is a kid that we've always said we're waiting for him to have that, you know, that kind of breakout party or that kind of uh, success. 
and he's been able to do it again on the offensive end. And, you know, you mentioned a really great point as far as, you know, Tamar breaks, Tamar brings a ton of energy. Uh, he's a very high energy guy. Um, and you brought it, you, you know, you brought this out and you put it to light, you know, with the defensive rebounding and, you know, bringing some of that same type of offensive energy, uh, on the defensive side as well, too, on the defensive rebounding side as well, too. I think that's a, a area right now. Uh, he's definitely proven that he can he can play offensively on this level. And I think right now, because Missouri's so close, Missouri's so close when you look at them, uh, you know, they're still competing in these games, 0-6, you know, not the, the, the way they wanted to look right now in the conference, but they're still competing. And when you got guys that are definitely figuring it out on the offensive end, um, you want to be able to see him lock down and hunker down a little bit on the defensive end. And I think uh, with Tamar's energy, he's shown that he can bring that energy on the offensive end. I think if he can up that energy a little bit more on the defensive defensive side as well too, other guys, that energy is going to spread out because they're right there. They're a couple stops away from changing the momentum of a game. And you know how it goes with time, game, and momentum. If you, if you can get that momentum on your side, and even if you're down six, you're down three, you're down nine, uh, things will start working from you from a confidence standpoint. And I think with Tamar Bass, definitely what he's doing on the offensive end, uh, I think he can still put a little bit more uh, emphasis on that defensive end because right now he's really showing that he can step up and score the ball for him. And I think right now they also need somebody to say, hey, who's that guy that we can you know put our hat on to say we're going to get a stop or we're going to lean on him? to get the team corralled, to get that defensive stop. Because right now, offensively, I think Missouri's good. They're they're really good right now. But right now, I think the biggest thing for them right now is figuring out how, how are we going to get our stops. And I think Tamar can be a have a big, huge production in that. Yeah, no question. I think, too, where, where the struggles are, you know, when you watch a Mizzou basketball game, any sort of basketball game, a game is a game of runs. Yeah. Um, you know, if you can find a rhythm – offensively and maintain that you, you it, coaches always say put a 40 minute game together yeah. now look it's not always going to go perfect for 40 minutes um but if you can you know that's what coaches use timeouts in certain situations um yeah you change your defense you change your sets and scheme you know all those things happen right. in in the 40 minute game but you look at missouri got off to a good start against texas a&m and then it's a 23 to 2 run from a&m and i feel like that's something that we've seen pretty consistently that is a part of the problem, too. It's not just the lack of scoring sometimes and the droughts that Missouri will go on offensively, and the free throw discrepancy is massive. Um, it's a big, big deal in some of these games. Missouri, I think, shot, I don't think they attempted a free throw in the first half. Uh, sorry, they had, they had six free throws in the first half, four in the second half. They had 10 uh, total in the game, and AM goes to the line 37 times. And that's, you know, that's not an officiating thing either. I think everybody, when they hear that, it's like, oh, it's the whistle. It's not the whistle. It, it's the style of play sometimes, settling for jump shots and not getting good shots. And then to what you said earlier, I think is a great point because it's not just when, when you're missing shots, you hope you can go down and lock up and defend because there's going to be nights where you don't shoot it well that you got to rely on your defense to get stops and they really, they just haven't been able to rely enough on that defense either. Um, and and I think you look at some of these box scores that Missouri's had in some of their losses, they're scoring 75, sometimes 80. I mean, they can score it. It's 
it's I think a lot of times we talk about the lulls of of the offense, and and you, you do see that from certain games. But I also see struggles on the defensive side of the ball in the same way, where they're not getting stops, they're not closing out a defensive possession with a rebound because they struggle on the glass. And all of that is to say, this is why they are where they are. It's not really just one area. It, it kind of blends together where it's a little bit of both, right? Where yeah. they struggle on offense and then all of a sudden they're struggling on defense at the same time. Or they're they're catching fire on defense and they're getting some stops. They can't get a bucket like we saw in the Memphis game that they lost where they got off to a great start in the Memphis game, had a big lead. And then all of a sudden they didn't get up. They couldn't buy one the rest of the game and their defense was, was solid. And then all of a sudden it broke. And that's to me what I'm seeing in a 40 minute game. There's just, it's like a pendulum. It's just too many highs and lows right now to try to find that consistency is something you just got to have when when you're in league play. Yeah. And you know, you league play, you mentioned it league play. When you get in that league play, you have to have a, a backbone, I would say, to defense. Uh, I, I obviously, I've been coaches. They when when you're making shots, it makes things a lot easier. But I think the the true testament of a team is what who are you when you're not making shots, and you know that just all automatically goes to the defensive end. And uh, I, Missouri, and you know, we said that positive side. They're right there. I mean, yeah. they're right there. They're one. Uh, were a, a kill, a kill. They're a kill away from 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 breaking out. I mean, you know, three stops in a row. You give them three more stops, three more extra possessions on the offensive end with a stop, uh, and if it's a successful stop, I mean, that changes the game. That could make a team go down anywhere from five to nine points or six to nine points and gain you six to nine points. That that can change a ball game dramatically. But I really believe. Uh, if Missouri can definitely find that aggression, they've, they've shown improvement on the offensive end. We, like you said, we know they can score. They can put the points up, but if, if we're scoring, how, how, how are we letting our defense or our, excuse me, our opponents score as well too? Are we giving them the same opportunities that we're getting on the offensive end? If that's the case, we need to have somebody on that team that said, Hey, on the offensive end, we have the mindset. We get whatever we want. We stay that aggressive, but on the defensive end, we don't give them what they want. And I think if they can adapt that mindset, they'll start seeing these games start turning into their favor a little bit because they're right there. They're just a couple defensive possessions away from turning it around. Yeah. We'll take a quick break, but before we do that, we wanted to tell you about Homefield Apparel. Homefield is committed to creating incre- incredibly comfortable, officially licensed apparel with vintage college designs. Homefield has a growing collection of over 150 plus colleges to choose from, including your favorite team's unique logos, mascots, and iconic moments to create thoughtfully designed apparel. Shop your latest team's apparel, head to homefield.com. Please use the promo code KCSN23 for 15% off your first order. We appreciate you supporting KC Sports Network by listening to our podcast. You have helped us become the highest ranked Chiefs podcast network in 2022 and 2023. And don't forget about our daily Substack newsletter, the best written analysis you can find on the Chiefs straight to your inbox every day. KCSN.substack.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Welcome back to the Border War Podcast here on the Kansas City Sports Network. We are presented by Emprise Bank. I am Jared Sutton, joined as always by Jeff Hawkins. And Jeff, right when we uh, broke for the break, I, I did think just talking about how this team could get over the hump because I, I think this team could co- go two different directions right now. You know, they're, they're backs against the wall. They haven't won a league game. Um, we, we talk about how they, they continue to fight, like they're competing. Uh, they're not giving up in games. To me, I think they're, they're, they, they said it too publicly that they're close. Players have said that. Coach Gates has said that. I do think they are close. I, that sometimes the bounce of the ball, you know, sometimes it, you know, the, the ball doesn't just bounce your way. Sometimes you have games where you don't shoot it well. There's a lot of factors that are playing a part in some of this stuff. But they can either, you look at their schedule, they have some winnable, winnable games coming up where, where they could break the hump. To me, it feels like they could either break the door down and start playing better and, and start to see some more wins as they get into the league play, or, you know, they can go backwards um, where, and, and I think all of that comes back to staying together, you know, kind of continuing to, to continue to battle through adversities, you know, show your toughness in games, play hard, compete. I think, I think that's something Dennis Gates has to continue to send his team. I, I know it's tough losing games, but if they stick together, they can get over this hump. Uh, and they might be able to win more games and, and start to find a rhythm and start to see the the rest of their season kind of finish strong as opposed to where they are now. It's kind of doom and gloom right now. But if they're close, then, then sticking together and, and kind of finding their way through that is really important as we look to the future. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, Jerry, you hit so many, so many great points. And during a stretch like this, when when you're not getting the wins that you want and you still have to try to stay motivated to say, Hey, you know, we got a chance to, to still turn some things around. We're close. What's it going to look like for us, you know, to try to, to try to get into the tournament. Obviously we got to start turning some things around. We got to start bringing it on the defensive end. Obviously we showed that we can score, but we got to start bringing it, hunkering down on the defensive end. If we want to start trying to make a change, because I feel with this team, it's one of those deals, Jared, where either it could spiral out or it could get better. But because they're so close, I have faith. I have that faith because they're so close that it can the ball could bounce their way. And once once you start figuring things out, the, doesn't matter what your record is when you hit that conference conference tournament. It's all about where the development is from now to then. And if they can continue to get better and stay checked in, I think this is a team that. The wins might not show it, but it could still be a team to where, hey, 
you can still win your conference tournament. You can still win your conference tournament and get whatever you still want out of this season. But if you think, if you come in and say, hey, you know, we're 0-6, there's no chance, uh, we're checking out, um, that's where it can get a little bit difficult as a coach. And that's where sometimes the coach can say, hey, are my seniors checked out? Are my upperclassmen checked out? Sometimes that's kind of where they, you know, start relying on development and, and focusing on that younger group. But I don't think this is a team where they're at. That's where they're at right now because they're so close. They're just a couple possessions. They're still trying to figure it out. I think they just figured it out with a couple players, obviously with Tamar Bates, seeing him produce and him showing him have the confidence. They're just a couple players away from still having that same confidence offensively and defensively. But I think this is a team that if they can still stay together, that's the, the key stay together and believe that no matter what our record is, we can still get something out of this season. We can, if we're, if we're not getting the wins that we want to, that gives us an automatic bid in the tournament, then let's go, let's continue to get better. And let's go, let's go, let's go make that bid become a reality by winning the conference tournament. So there's a lot of things that this team can still do. And this, and, and, and they just have to take it one game at a time. They have to take it one game at a time. They can't look to March now. They got to focus on the next game ahead, and they have to continue to move from that. But I, this is a team that if they figure it out, I keep saying it, they can be dangerous because they're right there. It's not like they're so far away from that from turning this thing around and being a very scary team. They've shown in the earlier season that they can be a com- very competitive team and play at a very high level. It's just – can they still believe into that now and get it out? Yeah, I I think too when when you look at a, a team like this, I've seen teams before, whether it be college or high school or pro level, that there's guys that go through some some tough you know tough seasons and and they do start to quit. They still start to give in a little bit. Um, now there's it's all about kind of the DNA that's in your locker room. You know, yeah. guys either love it, want to compete, that do believe they're close, they're bought in. Um, and doing it for each other too, you know, like they're college athlete and now with NIL in the, in the conversation and, you know, it's your, it's a responsibility too. I mean, I, I, I think it's something that you go to work every day and there's going to be some t- days that are tough and can you wake up in the morning and it's, it's almost like a life lesson yeah, you know, it where it's like, Hey man, this isn't going anywhere. You, you still got games on your schedule. You got to play. And I do believe in that Coach Gates has identified players that are in that locker room that are not going to quit. And I, I like that. And that's why I feel like they are close yeah. and they can get over that hump a little bit. I do want to talk, though, about some of the freshmen and some of these younger guys that I do think are an important, important part of not just this year, but that the, the direction of where the program is going. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Butler got the start at Texas A&M. That's a good, that's a good sign. He played 24 minutes. Um, he had five rebounds. Uh, he, you know, he, he didn't score the ball really, um, hit a three, only shot the ball twice, but you know, his experience, um, obviously we talk about Tamar Bates. Tamar Bates is a guy that can return. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure he'll have some thoughts after the season if he continues to play at the level he's playing at, but they're all, all signs are pointing to, you know, him having another year of college eligibility, yep. um, you know, him returning. Uh, and then you got Aiden Shaw, Trent Pierce, and Anthony Robinson. You know, those are I, I, I loop in Aiden Shaw into this because, you know, I think he's had some flashes this year. And then, you know, he played five minutes against AM. The minutes are a little bit up and down in flux. Um, you know, some of that is just, you know, 
being consistent and doing what you're supposed to do. And, um, you know, coach, coach Gates can play the guys that practice, practice well and give them the best chance to win. Um, but the young players I, I think are really important because I see some flashes with these young guys, you know, they're, they're bumping their heads and they're having games where they struggle and they're, you know, they have moments where they break down like most like freshmen do, but I do think there is some growth with some guys. Anthony Robinson is going to be a really good player. We've talked about him before, you know, Trent Pierce isn't playing probably as much as the other freshmen, but he's got such great size for him. It's just a strength thing getting stronger, getting, you know, being able to adapt to the college game and the speed of the game and, and just being able to be in a game where you can handle your yourself from a strength and physicality standpoint at his position. Uh, but Jordan's a true seven footer that can stretch the floor, hit a nice block in the AM game. Yeah. Uh, and I, you know, I, I think there are some, some, some good things to take from these young guys that, uh, that might be something we, you know, we talk about next year when we talk about this season of just this growth, we're seeing it with Tamar Bates, you know, can some other guys step up and you think, man, look at Trent Pierce now, you know, or look at Aiden Shaw now, or look at Anthony Robinson, or look at Jordan Butler as we keep going into the season. I think that would be a good sign uh, of where, you know, not just what these guys are doing in games, but clearly the practice time, you know, putting in time on their games, putting in time in the weight room, you know, those type of things with your development really matter. Um, yeah these games and every minute they're on the floor is important as we move forward yeah and you know it's this it's a it's a weird time you know kind of once you once you hit to that that conference play um those freshmen you know on 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 the stat sheet or you know on the the roster you know it's going to show freshmen uh but you know what you also want to make sure too is that you know once you're in that conference play mid to to mid or to the to the mid season of conference play start to mid season, you want to make sure that those uh, freshmen uh, they feel like to a certain degree that they're really not freshmen. They have that mindset of a sophomore for that transition. And uh, you know, a couple of with with a couple of these guys like with Anthony Robinson, like you mentioned, and Pierce, you know, Butler. Those are some guys right now that are they're starting to get a couple minutes now to kind of show what they can do. And this is it's only going to help them to that transition for that next year. So I think it's really key right now uh, for the development of, of, of the program as well, too, uh, to give these guys a little shot uh, to see what they can do, uh, because you just never know what 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 a fresh a freshman are normally always holding back to a, a certain degree. Something's always being held back in this. Sometimes they just need a little fire lit or they just need to see it to believe it. Um, and with these freshmen, they're so talented that you know over the next couple of years when Anthony uh, Robinson comes in, he's going to be a great guard replacing uh, Sean East. He's, again, he's playing behind some guys that have already done it, so he's maybe a little bit passive on that end. What you hope you want to see is these guys really start taking a little ownership now midway season and saying, hey, some of these guys aren't going to be back here next year. It's going to fall on us. We're not going to be freshmen next year. This is an opportunity for us to grow. Uh, and it starts all in, in the practice mode. If, you know, these guys are coming in saying, hey, I'm just a freshman. I'm not really looked upon uh, to produce. Uh, that's probably the effort they're going to give when they're in practice. But if they really feel like, hey, you know, I can really contribute. I'm going to be setting myself up for year two, year three, and year four today in practice. I think that's what it really helped because they really have some some good with, – with Pierce Robinson and, and Butler, those are really – those are really good freshmen that can really help 
help this team throughout the future uh, of this program. You look ahead for Mizzou. They're at South Carolina uh, coming up here on on Saturday, and then they host Arkansas in a whiteout game uh, at uh, Mizzou Arena next Wednesday. Uh, they got at Vanderbilt, and then they play AM again at home. So AM, um, who they just played, they get them in three games. Um, so some good, some some a little bit better matchups, I would say, for Mizzou coming up, um, and chance to hopefully get off the Schneid and win a game in league play. So Jeff, as always, appreciate your time. Uh, good luck with your games this weekend um, and we'll be talking next week. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, You won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.